your head where John Robertson will have terrible hand cramp. So will us five another bloody week in Bolton. My name is Jarvie and I am joined once again this week by Simon, Cameron, Hammy and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. First things first boys, what about this generosity, the maroon pound getting spent in the Highlands? Uh, Simon, what have you made off at all? Aye, it's great. I'm a... I'm, I'm much more of a charity should be like a, a private thing, but I think it's a good cause to get behind. John Robertson's probably going to be more pissed off as it goes, keeps going up. Like, but it's good. <laughs> the money has to sign. Aye, <clears throat> unbelievable. Did you see uh, that, that wee laddie Aaron Fraser actually interviewed John Robertson earlier? <clears throat> now, he never even stopped signing the papers while he done his wee <laughs> interview, just piling through them. Um, aye, that'll be some shift. I think it's about 6,500 virtual tickets sold now. I'd just get a stamp made. <laughs> it's lazy. Noble. Not the it's Robo. Hearts fans buying Inverness, eh? That's what's happening. We're buying a feeder club. <laughs> <laughs> aye, basically, we are. Um, interesting you say that, Paddy, because Anthony McDonald has just returned to Inverness um, after being fed into them from Hearts before. Um, did you? Did you? I was checking out the Cordoba team, trying my best through Google and no English pages, and I did wonder why he was never in anything. <laughs> His name was never mentioned. It looks like he never even made a Cordoba squad. I uh, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Brits abroad gone wrong. <laughs> um, Hammy, Anthony McDonald. Uh, he's definitely going to come back and haunt us eh, at the end of the month. Aye, I can, you, it's just one of the things that will happen. He'll either have a great game or he'll score. Um, I always sort of rated Anthony McDonald as well. I thought he was all right. Um, mm-hmm. Nothing special, but we're not exactly blessed with clinical winner, wingers at the moment. So I thought he could have done a job, but we decided Aye. to let him go. I thought he was the next, like, Frank Lampard, but no surprise there. eh? (laughs) Um, Cameron, a lot of confusion over the weekend with regards to Rudy Scatcho coming back to Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) And in what capacity? Um, What did you make of it all when it was kicking off? What were you thinking? Uh, It struck me as lost in translation somewhere, (laughs) I think. Um, It was obviously posted by, was it FISAS? Yeah, and then um, of course everybody on Twitter loves to read into everything that they see on Twitter and build a story out of virtually nothing. So um, it was quite enjoyable. Though, I'd love to see him back. Hi, it made you think. Oh, I could take him back in any capacity. Do you want? Do you want to just run the club? Do you want to sit on the board? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Do you want to be a coach? We probably take Rudy wherever he wants. Um, I love that there was a rumour, another podcast said that there was a rumour that there's a coaching vacancy for him at the end of the season. It was clearly just total bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it was confirmed it was just a language barrier. They just meant like hearts are going back up <laughs> to the brim. Not that Rudy was going back to the club. Followed by Champions League, na na na. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen his house? Have you seen his pool? It's got a hearts badge in it. Smart as fuck. 
Aye, like, seriously, why does he want to come back to Edinburgh? He looks like he's having a decent time out there. No, it's an absolute baller. <laughs> he's probably got that Hearts badge in the middle because we're the ones who fucking paid to get it built. <laughs> <laughs> we rolling off backhanders. Still Money well spent. <laughs> Quite well, right. It was. Um, and speaking of uh, ex-Hearts players, Hammy, um, Ross Callahan was on the score sheet again for Hamilton yesterday, picking up a draw against Rangers, his seventh of the season in a poor Hamilton team. Uh, Scott Robinson has today been named the Glens Vodka <laughs> Premiership Player of the Month for January. Uh, if we were to keep all these players together, just how far could we go? Um, if we'd stuck with them and... <laughs> What? <laughs> Why are we talking about these two players coming back to us? <laughs> like it's going to happen. Never said it's going to happen. I said if we kept them, would we be in the Champions League? This is like when you um, when you're selecting the leagues you want to follow for the amount of news like you want to get at the start of your football manager career, and you maybe you maybe select like more than a league that you should have, and yet takes ages just to get through like a day's worth of news and all the fixtures and all that. Well, Hammy, would we be in the final last sixteen? Um, I think past the group stages would be a certainty. Um, but I think we might fall then. Fair does. Uh, speaking of our, our wonderful current players, Josh Ginelli's just had surgery. <laughs> Simon, have your thoughts changed at all? Did you take him on to the end of the season? What are you thinking? I'm kind of just, uh, kind of just put myself to the fact that we're probably going to sign him. But I think, I mean, I'd happily take him on like another on a one year deal to see if he can prove himself. But I think offering him any more than that is a, a mistake. Is he still with Hearts or did he, did he return when he got injured? I'm guessing he's gone back down to the city that he lives in. Yeah, you'd presume so. Yeah. There hasn't really been anything confirming, but no. <clears throat> he's obviously not kicking about the Lorium. No. <laughs> uh, Jamie Brandon also had his surgery. Hammy, your young player of the year. Um, <laughs> his, Jamie Brandon's contract is up at the end of the season, isn't it? I was looking at this earlier, right? And on transfer market, it says his contract expires next year. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, so, I guess what we only play again this season. So then it leaves him one last season to sort of try and uh, stake a claim for it. And all the best to him. I don't know if a year's going to be long enough. He's not shown too much. I think this was the season where he was going to have his big chance, but. Sadly, you kind of get you can't take Michael Smith at the team, and then he goes and gets a bad injury. It's just a very, very unlucky at the moment. Yeah, it's hardly been his fault, has it? Nah. It's just Michael Smith's just played every minute. I thought he was also whenever he did play, he was looking all right. I thought he was mm-hmm. looking he was looking quite good a lot. But I mean, I know we're playing down a level, but maybe that's what he needed—just like a year where he can play consistently. But he's never going to get a chance now that Michael Smith signed that deal. So maybe maybe he does move on. To get regular football. Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. <clears throat> we'll see what happens there. Becomes um, the next Cafu. Watch it. <laughs> heard it here first. Like Scott <laughs> Robinson and um, uh, yeah. Ross Callahan. No, he'll be next, 100%. <laughs> um, Michael Smith did pick up a, a wee knock on Friday night's game, and we were all a wee bit worried for a minute. 
Um, we we literally have no one else there. If somebody no, else happened, it's, it's quite concerning. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Speaking of transfers, um, I can't even remember what I've, what I've wrote down here. Oh, since we recorded last week, so we recorded just before, like an hour to go in the transfer window. So after we came off, Jordan Roberts joined Motherwell on loan, which is quite random. Uh, Paddy, what did you make of that one? He seems to have fallen up. <laughs> fallen up. <laughs> like, we seem to have players that come to us, do really badly, and then <laughs> get a move to a better team. Aye. Uh, How has he managed to convince our Premier League club that he's good enough for them? Yeah, I reckon Graham Alexander must have known him from his time down at Salford. Seen him play and he's went, oh, I've taken. Must be that connection there. That'll no, be but... why they didn't take fear then, because Graham Alexander all saw him from his time at <laughs> Forest Green and gone, not a fucking chance. But why has he not seen Jordan Roberts for his time at Hearts? To be fair, Roberts has barely played. No, he had his chance, eh? It was just shite, so there you go. Um, also, since recording last week, Craig Whiten uh, signed for Dunfermline. He'll join them at the end of the season. Um, Simon, a good thing that he's going to be sticking about as a backup until then? Aye. Um, I don't think he'll get anywhere near the squad unless there's needing players needing to be arrested or injuries. But, yeah, he's not good enough for Hearts, is he? He's, he's a, is he a cult hero? I don't know. Well, I think he is. Really no. <laughs> well, let's get to this. So I'm willing to to fight any of you to have Craig White in as one of two strikers, four four two, two strikers up front. Craig White in's in my cult hero eleven. But his I goals get against, it. Goals I, I against get Hibs it. Has just absolute banter if at all. And just the fact <laughs> it's Craig White in coming back from just the absolute depths of despair, that hat trick. He's just done enough for me to be in there. Um. Simon, who who is yours? Who would you be putting up there if you had to pick a name? Oh, honestly, I have no idea. Probably Padilla. That's a good choice. One hundred percent Padilla. Padilla and Bednar up front. Yeah. <clears throat> so, see, there's fine lines between these players where they're either too shit to be a cult hero, which I think Craig Light and Craig White and just above. <laughs> And you've got players that are too good to be cult heroes, and I'd say Roman Bednar's one of them. Ah, uh, he was so good. But Paddy, you weren't actually that impressed for a change with uh, Roman Bednar's goal ratio at the club, were you? Oh, I really liked it when he was at us, but a one in four goal ratio is cult hero status. <laughs> yeah, I just remember Bednar scoring like the most important goals, like winners in Aye. my head, like just constant winners scoring against, against Celtic, Celtic Rangers. Bye. We need to turn them down. Hammy, what are you thinking yourself? I mean, I've got a handful of players I would have ahead of him. So I'll rattle them off. Um, Craig Beatty, because we can why. Another one, uh, Jose Katongo, who's just amazing. Oh, just yes. have him in for the banter. Um, Wanjo, because, just because I love him. Mm-hmm. But one of the main ones I would have in who's really, really cult hero, Graham Weir. Just for that double against oh, Hibs. Yeah. Definitely. Graham Weir and Craig White are very much on the same aye. par for me. They are, aye. That's for me as well, show. to be fair. Aye. 
Imagine those two up front terrorising Hibs' defences. Wanjo, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. I would say Kotongo isn't a cult hero. He's an all-time <gasps> 11 player. Ah, he's, he's better than a cult hero. Mm-hmm. You're missing the he... one, the obvious one. Like, uh-huh. there, there's one player probably captains that cult hero site, and it's Phil Stamm. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about strikers on this edition. Apologies. <laughs> But if you if you mention cult hero, expect to hear the name Phil Stamp at any point. Hey, Phil Stamp in the middle of the park and David Abu on the left. It's just some things just write themselves. <laughs> what about uh, Mark DeFries? Was he oh, going to be I, a cult I, of him? Too good, too good to be a cult player for me. All oh, right. Aye, he played like he played well in Europe for us. <laughs> yeah, he like does. that's how good he was. It's a very strong one of the stronger Hearts teams in our lifetimes that. Aye. When the freeze was kicking about. That's a sad state of affairs. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. Remember uh, Jean Louis Valois. Oh, he was beautiful. What a team. What a time to be alive and supporting the hearts. Um well, aye, that was that's fine. So Craig Wayne's up there with Graham Weir. I'm glad that's settled. <laughs> um we'll move on from that. Uh, an interesting one confirmed in the last hour of transfer deadline day. Big Adebayo joined Luton for £250,000. Um, Hammy, is there any wonder why we didn't get him through the door on, in January then? Um, that seems a bit weird when you... Well, no, there was a development fee or something we had to pay. There was some sort of money that we were going to have to pay to get him. And if it was two hundred and fifty grand, then... Mm, what did we pay for Nanduli? I think he was unattached. No, and he was a free agent. Oh, well, yeah, it makes perfect sense then. Why sign a player for 250 grand when you can get a similar sort of player for free? Yeah, yeah, a better player for free. Yeah, and then buy <laughs> McInef. Yeah, uh, exactly. Aye, he's got, it looked like we were we were buzzing, thinking we were going to sign him. Happy with um, big armband, or big big armband. Um, but Adebayo looks like some player, so it'd be good to see how he develops. So. Um, we skinny David Milinkovic has become available after leaving Montreal. Simon, you love ex-Hearts players. <laughs> Could we see we skinny back at some stage? One of the ones I would take back. It, it's he's uh he's what he can he be that old now? Can he? Twenty six. Twenty six. There oh, we go. 26. <laughs> So he's in a good age profile and he, he looks like he's playing at a good level. So I think he would, if he would be interested at all, definitely get him back. He just, uh, he wanted to sign for Hearts, but his wage demands were too high before, didn't he? But he needs a job. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> in this climate, during the pandemic, it's hard, hard to find work out there. So we'll see. Um, <clears throat> just speaking of Canadian soccer, Thierry Henry has signed former Jambo, uh, is it Borjan Johnson? Bjorn. Yeah, Bjorn. Bjorn. I've spelled his first name. I've wrote Bojan Johnson <laughs> in front of me here, hence the confusion. Uh, famous for his punch up with Cameron, sorry, Ian Cafro. Um, <laughs> so does, that mean, does that mean there was a guy in ABBA called Borjan? Benny and Borjan. <laughs> 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 see what happens there. <clears throat> um, 
no news on Stuart Finlay. Uh, Kilmarnock sacked Alex Dyer and they've just appointed Tommy Wright. Um, probably the most unambitious managerial appointment you could make for some <laughs> stability. So we'll see if Stuart Finlay is happy to settle for sixth place football if he wants to come at the hearts and push for best of the rest. Eh? See what happens there. Um, <clears throat> something that came in, into my head during the week that I wanted to ask is next Uh-oh. season... Next season, who would you rather see playing at centre-back, say, with Craig Halkett, realistically? Agent Cleaver de Camona or Popescu? Oh, probably Agent de Camona. Aye, de Camona. But yeah. are we signing him back? I know this is a thing. We're probably not going to have that choice. You never know. He clearly fucking <laughs> loves Arch the bit, so he keeps telling all his pals to join. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back himself. What do you think, Cammy? It's a, it's a tricky one, eh? It's very close, I should say. Aye. Um, I'd probably take Dicamona. I think Popescu's shown that he's all right, but Dicamona is an absolute warrior. Mm. <laughs> so I just like that in a defender. So Speaking of him. cult heroes. Aye, uh, exactly. That, that, that <laughs> is a cult hero. Yeah, Dicamona's there already. I think uh, you're missing the point in that when we go back up next season, we'll be starring Craig Halkett and Christoph Berra at centre-back. No, no, no. no. <laughs> because as that, that great journalist, Mikey Stewart, pointed out that Berra's uh, revival will be crucial for Hearts coming up. <laughs> saw that. What a load of fucking nonsense, eh? You can't de-age. Like, he's, he's going to only be getting older, not younger. What's Mikey Stewart talking about? <laughs> There is no revival here. Actually, Paddy, if you listen to Joe Rogan once in a while, you would actually hear that there is the technology these days. We could see Crystal Vera playing for another 10 to 20 years. Watch this space. <laughs> um, that was all the news and transfers. Um, but yes, Dicamona is a jumbo soldier, as he famously tweeted. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> Uh, I think now we should be joined by Jolly to hear what he's been up to for the last week. Hello, Jolly. Are you there? All right, Jolly, pal. This, this, this you in the, the Gorgie Parish Council again, you big flan. <laughs> it is indeed. I've seen that video like it made me think of you with all your notes and questions and that. <laughs> Hi, very good. You do not have the authority, etc., etc. <laughs> I did think the words might have been a bit big for you, so that's, that's the one thing. Eh? Hey, how are you, Paul? I'm not too bad, Jolly. How's yourself? Oh, no bad, like, no bad. Knackered today, like, Ken, eh? been up watching that, that Super Bowl last night, Ken, up all night. First time I ever watched it, Ken, like, utter madness, eh? You lads watch it. Aye. We do, aye. <clears throat> we do indeed. Well, did you make it at all? No good, I Jarvis, eh? it was. Eh? I was very confused for a lot of the evening, eh, which isn't unusual for me, but I was it's not normally the telly that gets me in. Eh. But uh, aye, the whole team substitutions, eh, about four million adverts, wrestling referees flinging wee yellow flags at each other. I mean, have they not heard the whistles over there? It was, <laughs> it was nuts. You can you kind of got a guy that literally comes on every so often just to blooter the ball. I mean, Christ. <laughs> Is nobody tell Craig Levine about this? I mean, he'd, he'd be he'd be a tactical genius over there. Route one football was his middle name, <laughs> and then 
And looking at this this Pirates team, you know, they've they've obviously got the same signing policy as the Jumbos, Ken, because, I mean, they've got a 43-year-old as our captain. What kind of club's doing that? I, I mean, the lad is old enough to be in Cathro's dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there's the obvious thing. You know, I mean, it, it seems seems confusing to my, a simple man like myself, but this halftime show, my life, Ken, you know, it's, 300 Egyptian mummies dressed in their Butlins uniforms. I've, I've never seen it. Like, bloody terrifying. It was like, like something a Batman film or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know where to start, you know. It did get me thinking, though, eh? You can You mind, mind the hearts used to do, you know, eh, da, get folk out to do daft things at half-time and that. You mind that? No. Right, for entertainment, like Ken, it was was great. You'd, you'd get them announced, you know, they you know, they'd get they'd get all hyped. A big announcement, their name and that. Oh, here's here's a lifelong Jambo Davy for Pennycook, and it comes running out. Ken Davy's reeking for he's been in hospitality since ten o'clock, slavering his words, you know, thanking folk like he's won an Oscar or something. It's it was great watching, absolutely fantastic. But it did get me to you know get into the hearts of the matter, get the question and. Uh, Oh, away, Ken. What you what you think? Like you know, if if you were to have your your drunken moment in the drizzle, like like David for Benicoot lifelong jambo, Ken. Which halftime activity would you like to do yourself? You know, and here's here's your options. You've got to stick with the American theme. You've got number one. You can fling an American football through a hole in a big giant cardboard beer bottle. Right, that's number one. What? Number two is the classic Ken. Hit the corner flag for the centre circle. Nobody was ever good at that one. Terrible. Terrible conversion rate. And then the last one, that mad one where you put your head on the cone and you spin yourself around 20 times and then you've got to run up and take a penalty. That was that was a classic, that one. So I don't know what you think yourselves. What, what would it be? Oh, I'd have to go for the spinny one. I always liked watching people do that, Ian. Aye, the penalty would be the funniest, eh? Aye. For classic. Aye. 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 It must have to be. Well, I mean, it's the first time you've ever unanimously decided on something, but I, I think know. you've picked right for a change, Ken. Um, <laughs> obviously, grown up a bit and coming to your senses. Because, <laughs> I mean, the, the corner flag one was mince. I mean, it all You're never was. winning that. <laughs> okay, I mean, they folk that sat in the Gorgistan, Ken, they, they sat down the, the boat with the Gorgistan, they were just getting pelted with balls at half time. I'd be away, I wouldn't be standing there. I'd be away from my Caffrey, son. Oh, I'd just be taking a shot into the stand. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. Some poor granny standing there with a cone, it's all up the wall. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I mean, the American football for me seemed, you know, I tried to follow it as best I could, but it seemed like it was a, a, a one, one-sided match, kind of. That, that lad, he was running for his life. It looked, looked like most of the game, Ken, try, try to do too much. Sometimes, like, we've got the boys up front, he's, he's trying to do the same. <laughs> well, Liam Boyce compared compare to Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Well, thanks for that, lads. That was, that was enlightening, as always, Ken, getting to the hearts of the matter, finding out what you really feel. Um, I'll, I'll shoot off, but I think before I do, you know, I just want to say I hope everybody, all your listeners and that are on board with this, getting Robbo to basically end up with some kind of injury in his wrist, because um, <laughs> I, I think it's a, a great cause, you know, injure Robbo for a signed ticket. It seems to be the, the matter of the day, so aye, get your tenors, get your tenors in. <laughs> quite right, quite right. Perfect. Thank you, Jolly. Thank you.
And we'll now go over to Cameron for this day in Hearts. Hearts, here we are, Wednesday the 7th of February 1962. So um, Hearts dig out a 2-1 victory over Third Lanark thanks to a 69th minute for winner from a 35-year-old Willie Bald. What was significant about what the, this game was, it uh, doesn't sound like it'd be that significant, but this proved to be his 183rd and last league goal. Um, he retired at the end of the season, but 183 league goals for Hearts is something that seemed like well worth marking out of this book. So there you go. 7th of February, 1962, Willie Ball's last league goal. Very nice. Nice. Very impressive. That's like... Almost four times more goals than Jamie Walker scored. <laughs> How did I know he'd come up again this week? <laughs> <laughs> Superb. What we do for another Willie Baldy. Um, right, so we speak about some, some football, some soccer ball as well. Uh, we'll go over to you, Simon, for the air game on Friday night. How did we all set up and how were we looking? Because I was a wee bit pished and I can't remember much of the game at all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, much to everyone's disappointment, we didn't set up in a four-four-two. It no. was a, it was a four-four-two where we had the ball sort of, but it was a, um, it was just a four-two-three-one again, with Liam Boyce playing as the the second striker, sort of attacking mid role. I find okay. it odd that he chose to put Liam Boyce in there because Stephen Naismith seems like the absolute perfect player to put in there, and uh, I think it's obviously just a chemistry with Nandwile. It's not quite there yet, but a lot of Boyce's passes just weren't very good. I don't um, know. I don't know what you thought, Simon. Just before you jump in, but the during the game, it looked like there was almost zero communication between the two of them. I don't know if there's potentially a language barrier there, but um, yeah. it was. It looked like there was. They were on a completely different page at points. Aye, so they were just Nanduli was expecting the ball in a different place that Liam Boyce was expecting Nanduli to run. Seemed to be the sort of common theme. It's their first game together, proper starting, um, so it can only get better, but I suppose that's why you don't put Naismith in then, because you want them to form a relationship. Yeah. But it was a it was a boring game. <laughs> it was, uh, once again, <laughs> a very boring game. Um, I, I don't, like, nothing really happened. I'm glad to get out of Dodge with three points. Mm-hmm. Um, another clean sheet without Berra. I think that shows that it is it is making a difference because I don't remember Air having too many close close opportunities. They had one that just went wide, but Craig Gordon seemed to have it covered, and that was about it, really. That's good. Um, awful weather conditions. Do you think that played quite a big part in the game? It's never going to help when it looks like running in like a certain direction to the pitch is like physically harder because the wind and the rain so strong. So. It's, it's never going to help. The ball looked like it was slowing down a bit on the surface. and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just the way it is. Lower league Scottish football, isn't it? Ugh, not, not for long. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've got a mixture of questions for you since I can't remember it. Um, and this is kind of feedback from Twitter and drunken rambling notes, which I can't remember writing. Um, but I had a note that said, Craig Gordon reminds us all that he's still not good with his feet. Yeah, so he tried to pass it out a couple, maybe, it was definitely once, I can't remember, but he tried to pass it out and it just went straight to an air player and put them on the attack, so. Okay, can't be good as that Alisson for Liverpool, eh? 
<laughs> Christ. Lassie's name, but... Sorry. That's what he gets. No offence to any male hard listeners called Alison. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me about the penalty incidents. I believe we should have had one in the first half and we got one where we shouldn't have had one in the second half. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so I can't remember the air player's name, but he had a bit of a a crap game and stuff. Didn't didn't get red carded when he probably should have because he got yellow carded and committed about three more fouls. So, okay, I just can't remember his name for life of me. I could get it up. Um, so was it? I think it was Jamie Walker. Was running through on goal, and the player just took his legs out from behind him. Um, and the referee didn't see that as a penalty. I mean, there's, there's, there's <laughs> not much more. Yeah, there's not much more. I've read, um, not for the first time, Hearts fans hating referees, but it certainly looks like it was Nick, Nick Welsh, wasn't it? It's the manager. Uh, looks like he, he had a howler. Mark Kerr is the manager of Air. Yeah. AKA so. Wan Kerr. <laughs> 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 What's going on? What the hell? Simon, I believe we should have had a penalty in the first half and we got a penalty in the second half where we shouldn't. What happened there? <laughs> yeah, so it was um, Coronation Street in Daba. Um, the, <laughs> it would have been the left-back for Ayer. Um, there was a through ball played to Liam Boyce and he was he was through one-on-one with the goalkeeper and that and Daba just took him out from behind. So it took it. Am I right, Hammy? That, that's what happened. Aye, yeah. pretty much. Um, it was like a tangle of the legs, but Aye. it was just clumsy. Just ran Ooh, in there, the really. Yeah. Ha- Hammy's on VAR watching it as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a red card as well, wouldn't it? If it was a penalty, because he's made no attempt to go for the ball, because he's just hit him from behind. Yeah. So really, that should have been a penalty and a red card. Think about it. If he was the last man, if he was clear through. Aye. Aye. Referees are maybe just scared that early in the game to... To sort of ruin the game for like the spectacle, it's on the BBC, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shatter get off the pot the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. And what happened with the penalty we got? No, this is never a penalty, and I feel sorry for them, but not really. <laughs> um, there was a I can't remember if it was a cross or a shot that came in, but it bounced off the defender's knee and hit off his arm. Uh, which really shouldn't be a penalty. And they also talk about uh, if the arm's raised to the side, so like if you're balancing yourself, it's in an unnatural position. But I'm sorry, but that's a really natural position for your hand to be. If anything, that's more natural than having your arms down at your side. Mm-hmm. So then you're lunging out like that. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So I think it's a bit harsh, but ah, well, we'll take it. It's very harsh. No wonder Mark Kerr was absolutely rattled at full time. Eh? Aye. Um, Andy Halliday had loads of good praise. Looks like he 100% had his best game in Maroon. Maroon, is that safe to say? He looked a lot more comfortable on the ball. Often my problem with having Halliday and Irvin is is the both of them will take maybe like two or three steps and then pass it. And it just kind of allows everyone to get from the opposition to get set and to get in behind and sort of settle Whereas if you pick the ball up and you just drive away from like corners and free kicks, defensive ones, sorry, it doesn't allow the defence to set. So he was a lot better at like skipping past one man and then driving out of defence. And it was it was good relief from any pressure that they tried to build. Mm-hmm. 
It's good to hear. Um, another player that seemed to get quite a lot of praise from what I seen was Craig Halkett, um, playing along with Popescu, like you've already said, three clean sheets in a row now. Um, but they're looking good again together. Air didn't really have any much threat, I don't think. So they done what they needed to. But those games, games can be difficult. Popescu did have one moment where he sort of miscontrolled the ball and it went maybe like a metre out in front of him and Allah in the air player, but he managed to recover and get it away. So, but he's got a mistake in a minute, doesn't he? Sounds yeah. like that head knocks starting to wear off now. But at least he's he's doing it most of the time. He's all right, whereas Berra has a good moment in him. Do you know what I mean? Most of the time, he's making a mistake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the mistakes tend to cost goals. Yeah, well, well, he did teams when he was were playing. targeting him. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest factor, exactly. Right. Charlie Adams should have never said anything. It didn't matter because Robbie Nielsen kept them in. Yeah, and it was yeah, only yeah. when he got injured did he pull him out. Mm-hmm. Very true. Good. Right on the the sixty six minute, there was a double substitution um, with Big Armand going off for Adam Mekinef. Um How was he looking when he came on? I've heard quite good things from that last kind of twenty five minutes. It looks fit. Like looks like he he's got a good energy about him. He's quick. You know when you see players and they may not be like top speed fast, but they're quick. Mm-hmm. He looks quick and he looks tenacious. So I think he's what we need. He looks like he's he was sort of playing a at number ten as well when he came on mm-hmm. initially. So maybe that's where they they have a plan from a high press. He'll start the press playing as a number ten. Yep, I, I thought he looked good as well, but I also have seen on a number of tweets from Hearts fans that would lead you to believe we brought a prime cackle on instead of him. <laughs> like, Hearts fans getting so carried away with how he looked in half an hour of football. Uh, you've got to let them dream, Paddy. I am a dreamer myself. I can't remember the game, but I'm sure I would have been one of them. <laughs> um, uh, the other substitution on the 66 minute uh, GMS went off for Germain uh, Castanier. GMS had another quiet game. Um, is it starting to get a bit concerning, or do you think it's just taking him a good bit of time to get up to, to match sharpness? What do you reckon? I hope it's the fitness thing. He doesn't look like he's physical enough yet. Because um, obviously he was playing in North America, so it's it's a very different game. So mm-hmm. I think he'll probably just be adjusting, getting used to playing in this weather again. Must be crap, <laughs> like just things like that. So I'm willing to give him a bit more time. Mm-hmm. I think I he gets a bit of the benefit of the doubt because because he's played in this league, and we know that well, not in this league essentially, but in the SPL, we've seen him. We know that he can be a very good player. He gets a wee bit more leeway than the likes of. Freed and Roberts, who have just looked crap for the get-go. Aye. Um, whereas, again, it's I think if it continues, it will start to get a bit concerning. And it is a little bit, but... yeah, I think it's just because we do we do want to see him do well. I think that's why there's the pressure. I don't yeah. think it's... The, the, the performances haven't been great, but they've not been like Elliot Freer level bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's just been so quiet, hasn't he? Just kind of... Costing away just now. I'm sure he'll pop up by our goal sooner or later. Hopefully. Do you not think his best position is at 10 instead of out on the wing? 
Maybe. I don't know. I've not really seen him play there. We've got, we'll have far too many players who are best positioned at 10 if he's now going to be one of them as well. Aye, yeah. but that's like standard hearts. <laughs> I know. It's just, it'd be absolutely typical. Sign him as a winger and then he, we put him in at 10 for one game and he's like absolutely tears it up. And then you go, right, Naismith, GMS, Walker. We're still no bloody wingers. <laughs> How so? So GMS had another quiet game. How did the new winger look when he came on? He's a big laddie. He's a big laddie. <laughs> he looked good though. Strong, direct. Yeah. Um, he was taking on his man as well, cutting down to the byline. Um, again, he was only on for what twenty-five minutes or so. So it's really hard to. I'm making him, but I and I mean, there's maybe a little bit of exaggeration here when I say this, but he, I honestly could think, say he's done more in his 25 minutes there than Freer. Yes, um, Hammy. Like, he just the the ability to beat a man is that's how low the standards are at the moment. He did. He looked good. That just a direct winger is something that we've needed for ages, and he looks like that, and he will do well just because of his size against some of the fullbacks in this league because he, yeah. he, he is he's a tank and even though he's he's big he's he's actually very quick um so it's good a bit of pace as well in the wing which uh, something else we've been crying out for it's crazy seeing a winger that's able to take a pass <laughs> and not like <laughs> kick it out of play <laughs> that all sounds so exciting I look forward to seeing him now. Um, I, I did think it was a shame he never wore goggles. I thought he was wearing goggles. <laughs> yeah. He's misled somewhere. He, he has definitely worn them, but I don't know if it was maybe just like to protect an injury or something. Mm-hmm. You should get them back on for a laugh, but eh? <laughs> <laughs> so you'd put them straight into your cult hero team. One game. No <laughs> 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 why. Superb. Um, anything else for the game then, Simon? Anything? Any anyone shocking? Anyone else stand out for you? Um, nah, it, it was just like I feel like it's fine to be grinding out games, but as long as we're planning towards like the start of next season now, because I don't think it's like go oh, cut and dry. That's us up. We'll be fine. But it's pretty much getting there, like isn't it? Another couple of wins, and I think that's that's it. So as it just depends on how the planning for next year is going. Is uh, is how important these results are because I keep saying it, but if we can't plan for the start of next season and have like a vision of maybe even two years from now of where the club's going to be, we're just going to be in the exact same position again. We were quite positive when we done by ourselves last week, uh, all of us apart from Hammy. But I guess as the game kind of grew closer and you saw the weather, it had draw written all over it or slip up. So yeah, it's a, a big win for us going away from home and in a tricky fixture. I, I don't know if you know, but they've not lost at home for almost a year. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Uh, so superb. Okay, well, thanks for that, Simon. Um, I think now we'll go over to Hammy for Out of Context Jambles Kickback. Away and don't talk a lot of shame. 
So obviously, as we got a win, the reaction to the to the actual game wasn't um, wasn't as bile filled as it usually is. So I went on and found a few. There's quite a few threads um, based on individual player performances. Now we talked about a few of them, so I'll give you some of the feedback from Jambo's kickback. First one, Jamie Walker. Well done, lad. That was the thread title. First comment, has had loads of critics of late, and rightly so for the most part, but fair play to the lad for the performances put in the past three matches. Plenty of work rate and desire and still has that ability to pick up the ball in dangerous spaces and create chances. Keep it up. The theme continued. It was actually quite positive. Somebody saying rather him starting to live in the Naismith. Three good performances in a row. Good to see him getting 90 minutes in as well. Someone saying he has so much quality and he's a match winner. He's hearts through and through, which makes his drops in form and what looks like lack of effort hard to take. But I like him, and he's a player I'd always want. With another one saying his peak years are ahead of him. Um, Somebody pulling up the evening news, though, saying you have to laugh at some people's opinions. Just read evening news, player ratings, and Walker only got a six. Bizarre. And then it turned. Somebody saying, just shows you, I didn't think he was uh, any great shakes tonight. Misplaced passes and crosses quite a lot, but did run about. Significantly more involved than Gannon McKay-Steven, who, for me, was anonymous. Another one saying, I liked Jamie five years ago, but the magic is gone for me. No pace, drifts in and out of games, a stoop and a bad tash. Must have slipped to Billy Dodds a bottle tonight, because Billy Dodds gave him man of the match. I like um, the tash. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny, man. Um, another one says, um, commenting on that post about him um, not being very well. Correct, he's done really well to set the bar so low for himself, puts in some effort for a change, and thinks he's messy again. <laughs> if history is anything to go by, that was him peaking tonight, and he'll be back to being a lazy git again next week. So, <laughs> fucking I- hell, man, eh. <laughs> <laughs> In general, my opinion, when he got man of the match, I was a bit like, you know, fair enough. He's done all right. Again, it was another game when nobody really excelled. I, they could have put up anyone. I went, yeah. I all right. I let's go. <laughs> I don't think he'd, he was that bad, though. Um, yeah. Castanier, he got a few uh, nice comments. and Thought he was solid and pacey and dealt easily with air. Somebody else says, showed some promise. An old school winger, exactly what we need. Looks like a player. Somebody else says, way too early to make comment. But then in the same one says, so enough to be excited about Mickenef, though. They came on at exactly the same time, so I don't know how you can say that about <laughs> one and not the other. Yeah. Um, another one agrees with me. Too early to say, but already shown more than Roberts. GMS and Freer look strong and quick with decent control. Probably get injured now, which is, you know, the heart's way. Halliday was brought up. Again, we mentioned him. He'd, he'd done quite well, we thought. Somebody says, fair play, Andy. Done all the spade work in the middle of the park tonight. Somebody saying he was excellent. Um, another one saying, haven't been a fan, but played well tonight. He had a good game. Put a shift in. So again, quite um, quite good comments. And as in true kickback fashion, somebody says, you mean he kicked off for the second half? Slow, easily pushed off the ball. Cannot place a pass. Can't tackle. Drop him. I... I I don't understand that. Um, very much open to giving players a chance, but Mr. Sevco is just grinding my danglers. Boy is not a footballer, or at least not heart's level. 
somebody else saying the unfortunate thing about playing for Hearts FC because you're no liked by some it doesn't matter if you play well they will struggle with giving you praise hashtag Halliday at the end I don't know what the hashtag was for why do people pick sides eh? it's just <laughs> just look at whether he's actually playing well and if we're winning games that seems to be what you should judge a player on there on that theme as well I noticed that um, what's his name is it Ewan Murray was Could was be. given <laughs> on Twitter was given holiday stick again for doing media work outside of playing for Hearts and no, nobody should pay attention to you and Murray though. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I again it just shows you the even though we again we once again we win. It's just not good enough sometimes. The the big concern coming out of that game is was kind of highlighted there, but it is the amount of creative players we have in the team, but the lack of creativity. Oh yeah, and like I, like I say, I hopefully that McNeffs again pinning a lot on him, <laughs> but you got to yeah. hope that he can you can do it. And like you say, it's it's very early to make a judgment on him because he only played twenty five minutes, but. He just looked like he wanted the ball in the middle of the pitch, dropped the shoulder, turns, goes for it. So hopefully, uh, I'm sure he'll be written off if he has a bad game. Though, and I'll be here to tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Super. The most worrying thing for me is we've got like four first-team players that can play 10 and one right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But again, I'm sure we'll just make it through to the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Hammy. Um, joyful as ever on kickback <laughs> after another three points. Uh, right, next up, we are away from home again this Friday night against 11th place Queen of the South, who are a whopping 22 points behind us on 14. Queen of the South, however, are in a, a good wee run uh, at home, winning two of their last three um, with a draw. I'm beating the three, I should say. Previous to that, however, they lost 11 out of 12 games. So they've got that shitness in them that I'm sure we'll be looking to exploit it. Uh, we'll now go over to Cameron for buy or sell. We'll look into it a wee bit more. Cheers, Jarvie. So another week in the bag, another Hearts win, and another series of scores to bring you up to date on. Um, first of all, if you remember from last week, we still had an outstanding one from previous week, which was around Hearts signing a centre-back. Sorry to break it to you, Hammy, we didn't so me and you both lose that one and the other lads get a point uh-huh. <laughs> so on to the air game um, we had hearts to pick up all three points because of the air haven't been beaten in over a year line um, we all bought it hearts won happy days that's a point Woo. over 65% possession um, what were we, we only achieved today? we only achieved 55 so um we all bought it except Hammy, who redeems himself from the centre-back pick and gets an extra point now. And then the last one that we all bought was Hearts to have over 8.5 shots on target. Now, this one's great. Hearts won 1-0 and had two shots on target. Embarrassing, <laughs> man. Embarrassing. So, um, one apiece except Hammy, who gets two. And I'll give you a rundown of where that leaves us in the running total. So... In last place, but catching up now is Paddy on 18, um, followed by me on 21. There is a tie for second place now with Hammy and Simon both on 24, and Jarvie leads the way on 25. Oof. Oh, didn't was not expecting that. Lovely. 
That is tight. So tight. on to this week's picks. And um, again, um, I've went with all on the game. So Hearts obviously started the two up top, whether or not we wanted to be. It was you know, two strikers or one playing off. Um, buy or sell Hearts to start that starting pairing up top again in the next game? Bye. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy that as well. If they're both fit, they'll play. I'm going to buy it because whilst I think it didn't work, Robbie Nielsen probably doesn't see it that way and he'll want to persist with it. I think it will come off though. I'm going to gamble and I'm going to sell. Ooh. I think you might want to just bring Naismith back in there or something. I could see him tinkering. I think he lets it bed in, um, gives it a bit of time. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to buy it as well. On to the next one. Um, last time these sides met, uh, Hearts won 6-1 and Boyce scored two. So, does Boyce at least match his result with two goals in this game? Sell. Sell. <laughs> that was quick. I'm going to sell as well. Bye. I, I knew it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to start making moves, Paddy. This is your chance. Oh, you know what? I, I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm going to throw my lot in with Paddy and I'm also going to buy this one. Nice split, gents. Nice split. And then the third and final one for this week. Um, in the 6-1 game, Hearts had 66% possession in the game. I'd like to know if you think Hearts will have over 63.5 in this one. Oh, you're making it difficult, eh? <laughs> Bye. He's all in. He loves them jambos. <laughs> what did we finish with for the Friday night there? 55%, was it? 55, yeah. On a blustery evening. We'll give them that. <laughs> yeah, it was. The weather, I wouldn't be surprised if this game gets bloody postponed if this snow keeps up. Um, I'm going to sell. Could be a similar one. I'm going to buy it. I think we'll oh. pump them, so I think we'll have quite a bit of possession. I'm going to buy it as well. And I'm going to leave... Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. I, was, I, was, I thought it'd be funny if I bought it and then left Jarvie on a limb, but I realised that the only person that's also bought them all would be me, would be me and Paddy. So, Paddy, <laughs> we're in this together. Positivity, my friend. We're having a great week. Um, so I will update you all next week on where we are. Lovely. Thank you, Cameron. Top of the league. na 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 I've just genuinely, I've just realised that... Um, there's a wee bit back. There's 14 games left, and Paddy needed 11 clean sheets, and I think we've had three since then. I think they've all been Whoa. clean sheets for a bet. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Bera got punted, I'm starting to get a bit worried now. So, how many do you need in how many games? Um, so there was there was 14 games left. So what are we on now? Let me do some quick maths. I need. Uh, so there's 15 games. So that was two games ago. 
you needed 11 clean sheets and you got two. So you need another nine clean sheets for the rest of the season. Nine clean sheets in 13 games. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, by the way. Better keeps it the team. Aye. Oh, dear. Interesting. How's the... How many goals has Boyce got now? He's on nine league goals for the season. Yeah. So I need, I need six more. Could see it. Like, we're going to end up bang on 15 goals, Simon. I'm, <laughs> aye, so, uh, aye. Just going to be getting a hat trick on Friday. <laughs> I, love that, I love that you need the goals and, and, and sold them. Sold them scoring. <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs> Covering all bases. You win, win. That's very true, yeah. We don't even know what we win for this, remember? By ourselves. What are you giving the winner? <laughs> it's a surprise. Um, Cameron, we, we totally forgot to discuss something which we'd prearranged. Um, Southampton got beat 9-0 at the weekend. So they've been beaten 9-0 two seasons in a row, which is unbelievable. Um, what do you think, boys, is Hart's biggest ever victory? Um, it's going to be something silly, like 21-0. <laughs> nah, I'm going like 12-3 I can't remember I'm pretty sure we beat Hibs 10-2 though like in like 19 something oh, what a night that was Hammer, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a cat on your shoulder <laughs> He's, I think he gets freaked out with the snow <laughs> Cameron did Paddy just get bang on Um, what did Paddy say? I said 21 0. What was it more than that? So, Paddy, Hart's biggest ever win in 1880 <laughs> in the EFA Cup versus Anchor, 21 0. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just knew. Oh, the mighty anchor. <laughs> oh, superb. Uh, aye. Embarrassing record for Southampton. What drinks more embarrassing? Southampton getting beat 9 0 two seasons in a row, or Hibbs record against Hearts? I think Anchor's <laughs> record of losing 21 goals does. <laughs> That's true. That's probably why they don't exist anymore. Cool. Well, I think that's all we've got time for today. Um, thanks for listening, and thanks to Simon, Cameron, and Hammy, and Paddy for your time once again this week, and thanks to Padman Scoop Productions for all his editing time, as ever. If you're not following us on social media already, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast, and if you want to send us an email, it's heartspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe, even leave a nice wee review and spread the good word around Gorgie from a social distance. A social distance? <laughs> I, that, I think that makes sense. I don't a social distance. <laughs> so until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts and we'll see you again soon. Ooh, hearts. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs>